Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Welcome to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And I'm Phil Thompson. Good to be with you. We're a tech company that helps churches and ministries in lots of different ways, not just always tech. Right. We serve in leadership. I mean, this this podcast kind of sets up all the different areas that we uh, serve the ministries in. Yeah, it really does. And we do lots of things. We uh, do serve in the tech arena as well. We do. And and that's a big part of what we do. And today what we're going to talk about is uh, it's the tech arena, wouldn't you say? Would you say uh, emails? So, so yeah. we're going to we're talking what the 10 reasons you should use email. 10 reasons why you should really use email for your church. And, and what we're getting at here is you know, there's uh, lots of times people will snail mail newsletters out. Which is okay, it's right. okay, but but uh, or or just primarily rely on their bulletin Sunday morning or their program, right? And, and, and we're not we're talking about using email as a communication device. Not right. I'm sure everyone's using email to communicate within the staff members and that sort of thing, right? But this is to communicate to the congregation. To the congregation, exactly. And there's lots of pros and there's things we can do. So hopefully, stuff we share here will maybe give you some ideas. Maybe you can enhance your newsletter using email. That's the idea behind this. So let's just jump into it. So we have the top ten reasons. Number one reason. Yeah is that you should email the newsletter to inform all the members, not just those that were there this past Sunday that may have picked up a bulletin. Yeah, absolutely. In other words, you should have a database of everybody that's attended your church if they've given you their email, and you can certainly get that pretty easily if you have some kind of a response card or some kind of a connection card. Right. Uh, you know, you don't have to ask for a lot, but and, and the way – we do it at my church, and I'm sure lots of churches do it this way, is look, uh, if you will fill out a connection card, uh, maybe you give them a first-time gift or a second-time gift, but if people will give you their email address, which people are, are pretty, they're more likely to give you their email than they are their physical address or their phone number. Or their cell phone number. Exactly. That's something I guard very dearly. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and every once in a while, I give it out to people, and then they call you, and then you're upset. But... Uh, you know, the, the nice thing about it, they'll give you an email because they can always, especially if you have a good newsletter program, which we'll get into in a moment here, they can always unsubscribe to it. Right. And Emails, you, yeah, benign. And, yeah. and most of the, you know, a lot of people are using, you know, Gmail-based things. And so the right. spam filtering is yeah. really good. So you're, you don't have to worry as much anymore. Yeah. So, so you know. The, so that, I mean, going with this first point. For most churches, I would think that their email list is double, maybe triple mm-hmm. their weekend attendance. Same here, yeah. So Absolutely. you would have a much broader audience that you'd be sending yeah. out as opposed to trying yeah. to communicate something in a... Yeah, my church is about three times what yeah, we normally have. Yeah, and that's probably not unusual. Yeah, mm-hmm. and people do unsubscribe occasionally, and that's good. So that's the nice thing about it, and we'll get into that in a little bit. So uh, email emailing your newsletter really allows you to communicate to everybody at once. All right, so number two here. Number two, email's the commonly accepted way for organizations to communicate. It's very common. It's very much acceptable. Uh, You know, we receive emails from companies all the time. Our company does, and 
you know, it could be all sorts of things. You get emails from your race car shops, I'm sure. <laughs> I get emails from my Jeep people. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, again, it's, it's, it's the, a church newsletter. It's an easy way when people get your church newsletter, it's easy to scan if you do it right for important information and you can get what you need and move on. Yeah, exactly. And there's, I mean, everyone probably gets a lot more email than they, uh, than they wish they would, but, uh, it's easy to recognize what's coming from where. And so for me, you know, I, our church emails the newsletter and there's some other things. There's you know, things that I'll go through and, and it shows up in my promotions tab within Gmail. Gmail, yeah. yeah and you just, I'll typically go through and select all and then identify which ones I want to read and yeah. delete everything else. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. You turned so me on a Gmail about like, I think it was like probably 15 years ago or something. Yeah, my oldest son was one of the, <laughs> he was an early one yeah. with uh, Gmail. But, uh, yeah. And they have emerged as the, the really? king, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, if you and one of these days we'll do a we'll do a podcast on on how to do. I don't know if you've ever done this. Maybe we have, but how to do a, a good newsletter, a, you know, a very effective newsletter mm-hmm. using email. So we'll move on to that. But let's go to number three here. So, email newsletters allow for comprehensive information. Yeah. Now there's yeah there's a couple of pieces in this that the the. Uh, the notes we're leveraging off talks about well, you can put a lot of stuff in a new in a in a newsletter to, to mm-hmm. reach a bunch of different people. Um, the other thing that I would suggest is that you manage your lists into different groups, and then you can mm-hmm. also send your you know a particular newsletter to that targeted group, so you're not that's, that's sending true. the yeah. men's ministry stuff to all the women or, you know, That's, all the yeah. youth events to, you know, all the seniors or whatever it may be. Right. Yeah, that's definitely an option. And again, my, my, my thinking is if you do your newsletter right, uh, you know, people can easily scan it and, you know, they can skip over the men's ministry if they're not interested in it or the woman's ministry or the Jeep ministry or the race car ministry or they can skip over that stuff if you do your newsletter right and, and still get you know, a good idea of what's happening. So, right. yeah, absolutely. All right. So, and number four, which is really probably should have been number one. Yes. Is that uh, email newsletters are much cheaper than a print. They are. Um, they're a lot more effective as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you're right. It probably probably should put this at the top. But, I mean, you know, printing is, is expensive. I mean, I... And mailing is expensive. Yes, too. it is. And... Uh, uh, you know, with with digital newsletters, uh, again, you can you know there's there's providers that offer free, which we'll get into here at the very end. You know, some free email stuff you can use, some tools you can use, uh, and if you, if you have a really really large list, you still can get by paying pennies on the dollar. Yeah, as opposed to, what to it would be. oh yeah, yeah, printed printed material still is expensive, and there's a time and a place for and, printed material, but not. Not what we're talking about here. Assembling and putting together, creating the newsletter is much easier online too, as well. Oh yeah, than it, it really creating is. Something set up that's going to be printed and folded, yeah. and yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely so. So, uh, all right. So we've talked about how uh, emailing newsletters and, and you can inform all the church members, not just the people who showed up once in a while, but uh, and also it's a common way to communicate. Everybody accepts it. 
Uh, it allows for comprehensive information. It also, as we just mentioned, it's definitely much more cost-effective than print. And number five. Number five, email allows immediate action. Yeah, this is probably one of the most important reasons to email your newsletter, you know, from your church. Because with one click, uh, members or even guests, they can take action on something. Yeah, they can. So, Sign up. For sign something. up for the podlock or yeah. class, whatever it may be. Volunteering, register for an event. Uh, you know, maybe even you have a special offering, special. You want you know, a giving for some specific thing. They can do that, and and again, you know, with the, the tools that these newsletter providers give you, you can set all that up digitally. It's not that hard to do, and they can cl- click on a link on your newsletter, and they're moving right along, and it really helps. All right. All right, number six on our list. This is your favorite. (laughs) Analytics track what gets attention so you have detailed records of what happened to your newsletter. Analytics, analytics, that's right. Uh, And this is kind of related to the previous point, and that is as a sender of the email, you can see, you know, what is of interest to people, you know, who read it. And you can get a good idea who opened it up, you know, if you have certain Uh, links in there. And it will clicked on. It will hone your skills in creating creative subject lines. Yeah, yeah, and that's always a good thing too. Is and we can again probably talk about that later. But uh, yeah, so definitely uh, analytics is really a good idea. It really helps you. Uh, we're really in analytics around here. Well, at least you are. Yes, I am too to some degree. All right, let's move on here. Number seven: increased awareness of online giving increases in stewardship so you have the ability to kind of take action you can also um, donate online right from the newsletter yeah it's a good reminder for people and you know as we've talked about on other podcasts that we've done here i mean digital giving online giving it's really the way to go if, if you're not making that if you're not providing that opportunity for people on your website uh, if you're doing streaming video, a place on your platform for streaming video for people to give while they're watching uh, or even while they're listening, uh, you're missing the boat here because people, this generation coming up and others to come, it's all about online giving. It really makes a difference. And I'm, I understand there's still, still people in your church that you know bring their checkbook and give cash, and we have that in our church too. But, but uh, every time I send a newsletter from my church, there's always, almost always several people the next within that day will give online hmm. and we have a link in our news- newsletter, you know? And so it's a reminder to them yeah. to and give and that's how they give. That's how they regularly support the church mm-hmm. by giving online. That makes sense. Yeah. So you can certainly do that and it, it makes a big difference uh, for um, special needs as well as regular thing. So number eight on our top 10 reasons to use email as a communication vehicle right. is you can include uh, devotionals and personal discipleship. You know, that's very possible to do. You can you can have devotionals on there. You can uh, set it up. And, and again, um, I'm probably getting back into this thing, but let's talk about it. So we have a little bit of time to go. If you're setting up an email, a newsletter on your, uh, you know, that's set up with something like MailChimp, which we'll mention, or uh, what's the other one out there? There's MailChimp, which is what we all use. We use it here and Uh, what's the other provider, but there's other providers out there. Uh, You can set up a devotional and just have a link on your newsletter. So we're not talking about putting a whole page 
you know, of devotional information on there, which, you know, you can have them link to a specific page on your website or, or somewhere else. They could maybe download a file if you have that ability to host it. And so you, you're talking about just a, a short little blurb saying, you know, click on today's devotional or this week's devotional, mm-hmm. or this week's prayer of the week. And you can have that on there and people can click on it. And then those who don't want to do it for some reason, they can just bypass it and move on to the next blurb about something. All right. All right. We're moving on, right? It's one of Number our quickest nine. podcasts yet. This is going to be awesome. We're going to drag this out longer. Like, no, no, can. no. We're not going to do that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we're not. Number nine. Email can promote archives. So, again, I, I would hope that your church has some type of archives from your messages. Yeah. So what do we mean by archive? Well, uh, so we're talking uh, the sermon, uh, either in an audio file, like an MP3 file, or uh, of course we provide streaming video as well. So, you know, if you stream your services live, you could have an MP4 file. And, uh, you know, if you do, if you use our company, like, you know, shameless plug here for streamingchurch.tv, but if you use our company, you know, we, we could host your archives and then you could, yeah, could provide the link to your media vault. Right. And there was, I'm not sure if it's still true today, but I think the, um, your archives on your, on your church website is number one and number two most visited mm-hmm. place when yeah. people are wanting, are checking out your church because yeah. they want to get a feel for what it's about. Yeah. And so no, you know, better way than to immerse themselves into one of your past services. Absolutely. And again, you know, people, I mean, um, and this kind of ties into to the last point here, but, uh, you, you know, people are not always going to be at every single service that you have. And if you have that recorded in some capacity and you give them access to that file, uh, through your newsletter, video or audio or either one, you know, it keeps them connected right. and it keeps them going with what, uh, you know, Along those lines, did we talk about this in a prior podcast, but a regular attender is considered someone that attends, what, it's three out of nine, was it? I think once a month or something like that. It yeah. is less than once a month. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah so That's what it is today. Yeah. Or no, it was uh, maybe one and a half times a month, something, something like that. Though, yeah, I mean, three that of, number, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought it, for some reason, I thought it was three and nine. So, And that's considered a regular attender. Right. So oh, yeah. even the regular attenders are getting missing six out of nine messages. So yeah, I mean that's just the way it is today. And and I, I know there's pastors or key volunteers or leaders listening. It's going well. You know they should be coming every week. Well, uh, you know, I mean, do your best to get them there. That would be great. Have them come every week or as much as possible. But the reality is, you know, they're not always going to be there. And so when you give them opportunity to connect another way maybe right. they're not there in person but at least they can get the message uh, either through the audio or through the video again yeah. you're, you're and, doing a service to help and, them. and another just benefit of this is not on our list is a freebie is and i may have mentioned it earlier is it's just much easier because you can do a weekly newsletter um every week for the effort it would take to put together one monthly newsletter oh yeah, and get it printed and mailed yep. and distributed and all that sort of thing. So 
it allows you to up the frequency so you can have something going out every week. Absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. All right, so number and 10 on our list. Number 10, we're, we're almost done here. So this really ties into really what number nine was about promoting your archives, but you can promote, promote your live streaming. So if you've got live streaming, uh, particularly video, again, as you just mentioned, not everybody's going to show up all the time. It gives people an opportunity to watch the service live. And here's another great benefit, which we've talked about the benefit of streaming video, and that is, you know, they can always share that with somebody else, too. Yeah. So somebody's maybe never come to the church, but you're kind of encouraging them to come. You know, they can share either the link from the, the live stream that you put in the newsletter, or maybe even share the newsletter and say, hey, there's lots of things going on at my church. I think you guys would like it. Here's the newsletter. Here's a link to the live streaming on the newsletter. Uh, again, it's a great opportunity to help people connect. Mm -hmm. and, um, and, you know, and I think uh, one of our pastors that we have with us, um, you know, Spencer, I think Spencer Ellis said, you know, look, people are going to, there's going to be people that don't come. But, you know, if you've really got, you're, if you're really doing well with your services, people are going to eventually want to show up because it should be a good experience, exciting, fun, something that they get out of not just the relationships, but the whole experience. Again, it's a great opportunity to invite people to come and be a part of that. Right. And it's, yeah, there's lots to say about that. It's also, it's just easy. Yeah. And so a lot of times yeah. it may not, may, people may not be in the position to actually show up, but they can attend online. So Absolutely. So, so your, your newsletter. If you don't you know, provide that avenue, then they're just, right. they just don't show up yeah. and they get disconnected. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we, we would recommend uh, there's a company out there called MailChimp, and MailChimp is what uh, we use a lot. They've got good analytics. It's an easy platform to use. You can do all sorts of these things that we've just been talking about, of putting links in, putting cool images on your newsletter, formatting it. Yes, can, and, and we all, shameless plug, have an email newsletter tool within our MyFlock system. We do. System we do have integrates with, our, with MailChimp. Yeah, MyFlock.com, which is one of our products, church management, uh, email as well. Uh, that That's good. But, uh, but again, there's other ones out there, MailChimp. Yeah, there's other yeah, – I can't think of any of the competitors say, to MailChimp. I'm going to say SurveyMonkey, but that's just surveys. There's, no. uh, what was the one that, that everybody was getting on years ago that was almost kind of multi-level, which the tool was pretty good, but I wasn't excited about how they were marketing it. It was it a was, newsletter tool? Yeah, it was a newsletter tool. Lots of people were using it, and you could kind of, I don't know, you could resell it. But it's still out there. I just can't think what it is. Mm. All right. Well, but there's stuff out there. But, again, you know, it's, and as I said earlier in this podcast, you know, you if you can get people's email and you can send them the newsletter, uh, you should always put a place where it, give them an opportunity to unsubscribe. And, and if you give them that opportunity – uh, you know, they'll feel better about getting it. And you'll get people that unsubscribe once in a while. But, some, uh, you know, a company like MailChimp gives you that easy mm -hmm. link that you can put in there. And uh, it's just a polite way of when you send people things and it happens. So, honestly, I strongly consider using uh, email, especially with your newsletters, to promote what your ministry, what your church is doing. And I think you'll find people will better connect with what you're doing and be better informed, and good things will happen. All right, sounds good. All right, good deal. All right, so we are done. We'd love to get your feedback on this. Please let us know what your thoughts are on this. If you want to add something to this or or uh, take away from it or not 
crazy about it, we'd love to hear from you. Either way, we're always open to things. Here's the email, support at streamingchurch.tv. Send us an email. Check us out online. You can chat with us. And we are done. We've got some guests lined up in the next couple of weeks or so, which should be exciting. So uh, we'll, we'll let people go then, I guess, right? All right. So the guy across the table, his name is Steve Lacey, and I'm Phil Thompson. We hope that you have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Church Solutions Podcast. We'll catch you again next time.